Well, joining us at the My Broadband Conference 2021 from iSphere Cloud, it's Ludi Nell, who's the Technical Director at iSphere Cloud. Ludi, how are you doing firstly? How's COVID-19 been treating you? It's, uh, it's, uh, well, it's almost a year since we've been in lockdown. Difficult to believe, right? Can't believe it. Um, I really have to say the last year has been an absolute blur, but um, really not complaining. I think as a business, we've uh, we've grown and we flourished over the year, which I, I think has not been as fortunate as other people. So really not complaining at all. Well, that's good to hear. Now, tell us a bit about iSphere Cloud. I mean, who are you guys? And uh, tell us a bit about iSphere Cloud. Thanks, Aki. Um, so we uh, started the company about nine years ago with a focus on hosting um, mining client systems. I primarily, I've been in the IT industry for about 22 years. I come from a mining industry background. Uh, I've been working with virtualization since the early days of VMware. Um, and we, uh, we wanted to be a differentiator in the crowded hosting market. And we found that we had a lot of SAP clients and made a conscious decision to become a very focused SAP-centric cloud provider in the African market. Today, we're the largest HANA cloud provider on the continent. Then in 2017, we became part of APU's Labs. And uh, Aki, for those people that maybe don't know, um, APU's Labs is a sub-certified software and IP leverage provider in the market. Uh, combined with their software and our SAP-centric cloud, I believe we, some, we offer something very unique in the market. Although we're not very well known in the general hosting circles, uh, we've got a very good reputation in the SAP market. Ludi, um, you, so you guys have been around, you've really got, uh, you've earned your stripes in the, in the cloud infrastructure. Tell us about some of the projects that you are currently working on, some of the clients, just to give us an idea of how uh, iSphere Cloud differentiates from the other providers. So we've got fairly broad coverage. Uh, today we are in eight data centers in six countries. Uh, we also have some very large reference clients. We're about to go live with a public uh, cloud SAP migration for a, a very large South African bank. Uh, we also have a SAP managed private cloud environment for the second largest online university in the US. So yes, we've been very blessed in the growth that we've had over the past few years. There's so much debate going on about the cloud right now. I think that if you look at the growth in the last 12 months in particular, it's been extraordinary. And I think that this work from home and the way that COVID-19 has changed every business on this planet, uh, it's interesting to note how the changes to the cloud and how the cloud has adapted. And there's, there's big differences, right? And people are adapting. We often hear about the hybrid cloud, the public cloud, the private cloud. What is the difference between the public and the private cloud? Okay, that's a great question. Um, for us, there's a valid reason for both. We really don't see it as an either or. I think the real question that you have to ask is what are the problems that you're trying to solve in your organization? So there are many factors in organization you need to take into consideration before they make that choice. Mm. As an example, if you're an online retailer and your systems crash due to the lack of resources in a Black Friday sale, you as the head of IT should really be taken to task. You know, public cloud is an ideal platform for elastic computing, artificial intelligence, and new application development. But if you've got a legacy workload like SAP, then private cloud is ideal. And a good example of that is migrating a legacy application to the cloud. You know, with public cloud, it's normally a replatforming exercise, which is time consuming and expensive. Where with private cloud, it's normally just a lift and shift, which has a major impact in reducing cost and time. 
Okay, well, that's uh, that makes uh, that makes good sense. You've explained that very well because you know what? It, it's a difficult one to explain, right? I mean, because there's so many different uh, usage cases, for example, and of course. Many organizations have got that legacy software, you know, and they don't want to get rid of those legacy products. And I think that uh, it's key that they understand the difference and how you can just lift and shift, which is important. Now, uh, we, we keep hearing about uh, about the challenges that different clients are facing. Um, what, what, what's keeping your clients up at night? What, what, what are the challenges that your clients particularly face moving to the cloud? So I think there's three areas of concern that most clients have when moving to the cloud. So it would be cost, 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 and cost. You know, I'm just, just joking. Um, I would say the three, as I've mentioned before, number one being cost, a cloud time, and then security. Now, the way that we would address the first one is to be extremely cost competitive in the market. We also tend to have no yearly increase. And if you are willing to sign a four or five year contract with us, we could probably lower your cost over that period. Now, I think that's very unique in the market. Most clients find that the savings that they get by moving to the cloud evaporate quickly due to escalating costs. The second one, which is cloud tie-in, we address by our terms and conditions. So we have a philosophy that on day number one, if you're not happy with the cost, service or performance that you receive from us, we will assist you in finding the most cost-effective way to move to another cloud provider. Hmm. Then the last one is security, and that's an ongoing concern. It's something that keeps me up at night. We try and use the best leading industry equipment and software. We, we have the strictest internal compliance, and we, we have the leading industry certifications like ISO 27001. And we can even assist our clients to improve their own internal controls which is probably very important. But all I can say is, even though you've got the best firewalls and the best software, if a client doesn't have good internal controls, you are going to run into issues. But yeah. as I've mentioned before, this is a topic that never ends and needs constant attention. No, absolutely. And, and, and you know, many people think that, you know, as soon as you move to the cloud, your security concerns are gone. <laughs> it's not the case, you know. Uh, you, you need to tighten up even further. And, um, and I guess with Popia coming around, uh, you know, it's going to become even more important over the next few months. I think it's end of July, if I'm not mistaken. Everybody's got to be compliant and ready to go. Now, it, we've seen some very interesting things happening in the market, as, you do, as we do, discussed earlier. I mean, the pandemic has changed so many things and continues to change things because although we've got the situation the way it is, there's actually no end in sight for now as to when we're going to go back to normal. And I guess when we do go back to normal, it's certainly not going to be the same way we did business pre-COVID-19 either. So what are you seeing happening in the local market? And um, how have you guys managed to grow through this pandemic? There's been a steady move to the cloud over the last few years, with the pandemic just really accelerating that trend. Um, as, our, as for our growth, um, as I've mentioned before, we're very cost competitive in the market which I think is, you know, in the challenging economic times that we're in at the moment, really important to most clients. You know, I know when the pandemic struck, the RAND went to 18 to the dollar. Yes. And we had some very nervous clients who had workloads in the public cloud. They had massive bull shocks due to the rate of exchange. A common problem that clients have as well is right-sizing the environment. And that is especially true when it comes to SAP. 
you know, normally we, we use consultant recommendations and they tend to be very overspent. So what we normally do is after a two month period, we normally right, do a right sizing exercise. This allows us to see the peak performance levels of workloads and to determine the requirements of the environment. You know, we allow our clients to move their resources up and down as required, whether it's public or private cloud. But at the end, it's really important that this is a partnership. If our clients are successful, so are we. Mm. No, that's uh, that's uh, that's uh, that's good advice, and I guess that it's it's a partnership at the end of the day, where you're moving into this unknown territory uh, of growing your business. And I guess the cloud's benefits of adding that elasticity and and really giving your business the edge. And when you look at South Africa, the one thing that's that's been really uh, very apparent over the last few years is the growth in our telecommunications sector and the fact that there's more fiber, there's more data centers out there. So I, I think we're moving very quickly into a mature market that you will see even more acceleration to the cloud in the next few years. Would you agree with that, Ludi? Absolutely. Um, you know, I think the one thing that COVID has done is it's basically shown that uh, cloud is inevitable for most companies. Um, the companies that adopted the cloud before the pandemic were the ones that were able to actually, uh, you know, adjust and pivot much quicker. Um, really, from a telecoms perspective, it's, it's very important that the telecoms industry, you know, develops further in this country. We need good infrastructure because that is ultimately the backbone of the cloud. Um, you know, you can have the best performance in any type of cloud with the, the best servers and, the, you know, the, the best throughput. But yeah. at the end of the day, if your connectivity into the cloud is not great, it's always going to be the bottleneck. Very interesting. Ludinell, Technical Director at iSphere Cloud, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing those insights into your business, uh, the challenges that are out there, and certainly um, there, there's tremendous poten potential out there. Um, and I guess it's it's how you deliver that service to the customers and uh, what you tell your customers and, and really what advice you give your customers in moving to the cloud. But it's inevitable that we all have to be there, uh, either it being our personal lives or our business lives, the, the benefits that you can derive from having your cloud infrastructure properly done up in the cloud is, 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 is you know, the benefits, as, you can, as you've just told us, are really quantifiable. Absolutely. Take care, Ludi. Thank you. Thank you.